We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. (laughs) Oh, finally, back in studio. They allowed the rooster out of the cage. Cock-a-doodle-doo, baby. On a Thursday afternoon, last day of August 31st, exactly. Yeah, thy Lord and spiritual savior. 20. 23. Bright sunshine in the nation's capital and beyond. Not in Ashburn, apparently. Get to that in a sec. Good to have you with us. Good to see Matt Essig on the other side of the glass. Linnell Willingham was on fire until literally Roman Reigns' voice came on. And he's like, I might have to leave studio now. But if I said... To Linnell. If I said to Linnell, come and do three more hours. I think he had it in him. Linnell would easily. Linnell would easily have three hours of gas left in him. And we're not talking about bodily gas. No. And that guy is talk show host on roids, man. Love him. Love him. It's my guy. I love the fact that he pokes the bear and he's fearless. He's not always right, but I love the fact that he pokes the bear and he's fearless and he's unconventional. And again, I disagree with him on lots of things. And I asked Essig before the show, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'll say it. Is it, do you think the, the chemistry between Doc and Linnell, like, would Doc, if he was in studio with Linnell, which sometimes he is, but he often isn't, do you think Doc would kill him? you think Doc would wrap his Super Bowl ring fingers and hands around Linnell's neck and choke the life out of him if they were working together in studio? I don't think so. I think what Doc would do is he would just leave the studio urine. And he'd walk over into the studio that I'm in and he wouldn't turn his headphones on. He's like, turn down Linnell. Let me know if I need to come jump back in, but I'm just going to sit here. And when when, when he's done, I'll come back on. But until then, I'm just going to sit here and relax and we'll let him run out of steam. That's a, that's a doc move. I'm just going to walk away and let the hot air run out. It's probably the way it would work just because doc is, Doc is a, a good, gentle soul. Um, While and- also being absolutely just dead. Uh, that's disastrous. If someone's like, I'm just going to let you keep talking. Yeah. Talk yourself to the point where yeah. I can come in. But but here's the thing. Doc will, you know, Doc might not choke him and choke the life out of him. 
but Doc will choke him out in a different sort of way, like you were kind of talking about. Doc will just be like, screw this. I'm out. Screw you guys. I'm giving him. All right. Anyway, Linnell and Doc, what a pairing. Boy, the temperature is going to go way down on Monday when Sheehan comes back from his uh, uh, ninth vacation of the summer. But a boom. Love you, Kev. Um, I could, God, I wish I had Kevin's contract. I wish I could take a va- real vacation. I wish I could take a vacation for somebody that isn't dying or dead. I, I gotta, wish. I got to tell you, you got your 50th coming up in a couple weeks here. Yeah. You got to figure out something to do for it. I know uh, we're in the middle of Tuesday night off. I, mean, I know we're in the middle of football season, yeah. but we got to figure out something for you for your 50th. I don't even Just know. get away even for like three days, something like that. Three days? How do you get away for three days in the football season? I mean, my birthday, in, in which you're correct, we're going to have 50. to figure out. We're going to have to figure out something that's good enough that you can actually tune out and forget about all the football. All right. What, what if I do this? What if I um, – it's between the Denver game and the Buffalo game. What if I take not my birthday off, the 19th, which is a Tuesday, but what if I take the Wednesday off? This way I can, on Tuesday evening, when I get out of here, after getting all the birthday love, then I could go and get a little saucy and – not have to worry about doing the show on Wednesday, which not as an insignificant show, of course, because it's middle of week two to week three, and it's a big game against the Bills, so on and so forth. Commanders could be 2-0. and oh, They could be 0-2. Oh they could be 1-1. One one. Obviously, those are the three choices. I guess they could – well, I guess they could have a tie in between. Uh, so maybe they could be 1-0-1 oh or 0-1-1. Oh you get the point. But maybe I should take the day after my birthday off so I could just get lit like a Christmas tree as an old man on my 50th birthday get a good steak dinner that's not a bad idea i think i might do that i think i might do that um all right we'll we'll deal with that later on this is the last day of august which means we've got to get to moron of the month instead of dumb dumb of the day i finally remembered at the end of the show but We have other big news to cover right out of the shoot, and that is that Chase Young, as we all should have suspected, as we all should have thought, Chase Young is very uncertain for week one. And there's multiple reports now. Ben Standig says, again, is uncertain for week one. Other reporters have similar language. Um, I heard J.P. Finley say a source told him by a text, I think, that Chase Young could be out until week two or week three. Who knows? This is a stinger suffered in the Cleveland Browns preseason opener. Remember when he almost had that near sack on the one long drive that eventually the commander shut down on third and fourth down? Maybe that's where it happened. He kind of overextended himself a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. But he'll meet with apparently another doctor this week. He's still not cleared for contact. The team will have, of course, extra practice days this week because they don't have a preseason game. 
But then they'll give them probably, my guess would be, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. I know there's no media availability Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I presume that they'll practice Monday, but they might just go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with the extra day that they get next week, just boom in a row. And instead of giving them Tuesday off, which is the normal day off for a day off during an NFL regular season week, they just give them Monday and therefore give them the long weekend, which many of you will uh, enjoy as well. And I think we will too. I haven't checked the schedule, but I think so. But Chase Young is not cleared for contact. He's expected to meet with another doctor. He's uncertain for week one. They have, by my count, four practices, maybe a fifth, which would be a very light workout if it's at all, before the Arizona Cardinals game, plus a walkthrough, of course, that Saturday morning, the day before the game, and they don't have to travel. I am not prepared to sit here and say there's no chance that Chase Young plays next Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals. I I can't say that. I'm not ready to say that at this point. I'm not a doctor. I'm not Chase Young. I'm not Ron Rivera. I'm not uh, Al Bellamy. I'm not any of those guys. I'm not the uh, physical trainer or the 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 um, head athletic trainer that got popped by the feds. I'm not any of that. Remember that? Yeah, that also happened around here too. I'm not any of that. What I am is a loudmouth talk show host who. If I had to guess right here, right now, based on some of the information that I've heard, based on some of the information that Standing and others have reported, based on the timeline, I would say it's very, 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 very iffy on the positive side, unlikely on the negative side that you're going to see Chase Young next Sunday at FedEx Field. Now, that doesn't mean, again, that he doesn't get cleared, that he doesn't practice, again, certainly Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and again, whether that extra day comes on Monday or Tuesday, I don't know, one of those days. I can't tell you that. But even if he practices, it's unlikely that he would practice fully, and it's still not a guarantee that he would be ready to go. And maybe you don't need him versus the Arizona Cardinals. Like many have speculated that you don't need Terry McLaurin. It is football's equivalent to a layup. Be careful. Be careful. Yes, it's a game you should win, but be careful. It's still an NFL team. So with the news... That, again, should have been expected all along. When Chase Young, never mind the fact that he didn't play against Baltimore, he didn't play against Cincinnati, that's not the issue. When he's not practicing, when he's not practicing, two and a half weeks after the injury, you know that there's something more than just, hey, he's getting rest. He's getting better. And maybe he is getting better. Ron kind of indicated Look, you know, he's been cleared to do some things, but he's not cleared to fully practice yet. 
He's not cleared for contact. There's a huge step. There's a huge difference. As we know, remember, this is the same guy that was activated to practice in early November of last year and did not see the field. Did not see the field until Christmas Eve. Almost two full months later. And a year and almost two months after surgery. So the timeline should have never been overly optimistic. Now, they weren't going to hit the alarm bells until they had to. But as this thing has gone along, and still no chase, and still no chase, and still no chase, and still no chase, you start to say, okay, where is he? When's he going to return? And here we are. And I know Ron doesn't want to talk about it, and I got it. But when they put out the injury report, the first official one next Wednesday, Chase is obviously going to be on it. The question is, is whether he's a DNP or whether he was a limited. And then can he, if he was limited, can he practice the next day and the next day? And can he go from limited to full? We probably won't know for sure until next Friday based on how he practices. And usually they'll rule out guys on Friday, but maybe not. Again, he could be limited, limited, limited. And Ron would say, well, he's a game-time decision, and we won't know until Sunday or until they leak it to Ian Rappaport. But here's the question. This isn't an indictment on Chase Young. Listen, Chase Young has clearly demonstrated one thing. He's injury-riddled. I don't know if prone is the right word. He's injury-riddled, and he has a hard time getting back on the field. Those are indisputable, indisputable, not undisputed, that horrible-ass TV show on FS1. No matter who they put on it, they could put on, uh, you you know, uh, they could put on my, my dead grandmother and the show would suck. It's indisputable, indisputable that Chase Young is injury-riddled and has a hard time getting back on the field. Facts. Not the only one, but facts. But now, when you combine Chase Young and the likely, or at least the possibility, maybe even a strong possibility, that he might not be ready for week one and maybe beyond that, And obviously, if he's not ready for week one, then you're already at week two, and, you know, who knows? And Jonathan Allen's plantar fasciitis, which may not be a huge problem in their words, but you never, ever, ever know when it barks, when it squawks, and when it, more importantly, limits his effectiveness. And then on top of that, Another guy who can't get on the field, Fedarian Mathis, second-round pick out of Alabama last year, hurt in the season opener, never returned, hurt already, on IR, 
going to be out for at least the first four weeks. And then the news that we woke up to this morning, which was that F.A. Obata is also on IR and dealing with a patella knee injury. Now, the doctor apparently, according to Ron, is calling for rest. Fine. Who knows if when they ramp him back up, if they'll have to shut him back down. I don't know. But that's how many guys? Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Fedarian Mathis, and F.A. Obata. All four are, at least in some question, two are already out. Chase is maybe out. And Allen will be at least questionable, I would think, with the plantar fasciitis. You could only have one of those guys potentially play next Sunday. And maybe, maybe, if something goes wrong with Jonathan Allen's foot, maybe all four. All of a sudden, the defensive line, two things. Now we know why they took 11 on Tuesday. Because they knew about Obata. They knew about Mathis. And in order to get those guys back, they had to carry them through the cutdown because otherwise they would be out for the whole year. If you put on IR before the cutdown, you're gone for the whole year. They wanted those guys to have a chance to come back, so they had to carry them through. But now they're on short-term IR, again, the four-week thing. So they're out next Sunday and beyond. Chase might be out next Sunday and beyond. And who knows what the deal is with Jonathan Allen. But all of a sudden, you have four guys. Now you see, A, why they took 11. And B, now you have real, legitimate questions about the strength of the team. And that's the question we're going to ask next 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980, on the Ace Law listener lines. If you're in a wreck, Ace Law will help you get a check. Call 8888-ACE-LAW, 8888-ACE-LAW, 301-230-0980. Is all of a sudden the commander's defensive line not the strength of the team? Knowing what we know now, right now, here, today, is the defensive line, which everybody thought was the unquestioned strength, Not a weakness, but is it still an unquestioned strength? Is it still the top unit in your eyes? Or is it something else? 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980, or you can tweet me at WrestleMania621. Just getting rocking and rolling and whatnot, Ben Standing style on a Thursday afternoon in the nation's capital, final day of August. On the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This way, you've got to be able to be healthy, right? The commanders are not healthy. Y'all want us to talk football instead of Ron Rivera. We're here to talk football. Is the commander's defensive line unquestionably still the strength of the team considering what we know about Chase Young at this point? What we worry about, and we should, with Jonathan Allen. And now what we know about F.A. Obata and Fedarian Mathis. Obata's injury kind of came out of nowhere. But again, when you now look at why the commanders took 11 defensive linemen on Thursday, on Tuesday, now you kind of know. Now you kind of know. So the question is, with what we do know, and of course there'll be some speculation, and of course you will hear lots of frustration in regards to Chase Young. What we do know is two players, at least one of them is significantly in question for next Sunday. Two are already ruled out on IR. Obata and Mathis. One is very much in question, and Allen will have to see. And just so you know, plantar fasciitis is something that is very hard to get a read on. It's very hard, even for team doctors and physical uh, therapists and whatever, on a 300-pound man, who needs his feet to push off and accelerate and rocket into the backfield and off the line. Very hard to get a good feel and a consistent gauge on. It could be as simple as taking a game day shot. I'm not a doctor. But the notion that we shouldn't worry is absurd. Worry, be concerned... Scared? Probably not at this point. Worried, concerned, fair. 301-230-0980. Let's get going in the leadoff spot today here before the first trending alert is our pal Cliff. What up, Cliff? How are you? My guy. That's fair, Cliff. The question is, is is he ever going to get, never mind 150, is he ever going to get to be 100%? I don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know either. But here's what I know. The track record is, again, is that he is injured frequently and he has a really tough time getting back on the field. 
I mean, that that is unquestioned. We're not doctors. We're, we're just no. simply telling the reality of the situation is he's injured frequently and or frequently enough. And same thing, by the way, for Fedarian Mathis. He is injured frequently and maybe he hasn't had a tough time getting back on the field quite like Chase, but he's been injured frequently. I mean, I'm sorry. That's the way it works. You know, that's know. part of the evaluation. Hey, that's starting defensive lineup on the front line. They should feature Payne and, uh, and Ridgeway at the tackles and Sweat and Smith Williams at the end and well, go from there. That's probably what you're going to have. Now, you know, I mean, obviously, Casey Tuhill could start over JSW. Um, you know, I, I mean, assume Ridgeway and, 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 uh, and you know, well, I assume Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne will be the starters. But if Jonathan Allen can't play, then it would be Deron Payne and, you know, I, I would assume Ridgeway uh, at, at the other spot. Appreciate you, Cliff, as always. We'll get to Dr. Sabah next on the other side. Plus you at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. In a rec, Ace Law helps you get a check call. Eric at 8888-ACE-LAW. Tell them the Team 980 and the Rooster Cockadoodle-Doo baby sent you. Time for a trending alert. All right, sad news out of the NFL. He made some controversial comments after Dwayne Haskins' untimely and horrible death, but it doesn't doesn't erase the legacy that Gil Brandt created in Dallas with the Cowboys. Often considered one of the architects of the great Dallas Cowboy dynasties of the 70s and an NFL analyst until recently, Gil Brandt, the NFL Hall of, or the Pro Football Hall of Famer, should say, passing away uh, today at the age of 91. I worked with Gil Brandt for a long time, and, uh, you know, I know Gil personally, so I can say I don't think there was anything to the comments that he made other than just poor comments and poor choice of words. Uh, and the football world, those that got to know him will indeed miss him, and he was long respected. Meanwhile, TJ Hawkinson, Going to get a big old deal with the Minnesota Vikings. You kind of wondered why they let Dalvin Cook go. Well, it's to save some money and to pay Justin Jefferson and apparently TJ Hawkinson. A four-year, $68.5 million extension on the way uh, for TJ Hawkinson. The Vikings have already announced it, uh, but not the actual terms. About $42.5 million fully guaranteed. Meanwhile, the Nats back home after a bad loss in Toronto yesterday afternoon. They will host the Miami Marlins tonight, 7.05. They took two out of three from the fish over the weekend, and that's what's trending. Good to have you with us on a Thursday afternoon, about 37 minutes after the hour, 23 until the top. Good to have you aboard at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. That would drive JT the Vic nuts. If I said good to have you with us, a couple of other things in between, and then good to have you aboard. If he's listening, he's probably spitting out his tuna sandwich as we speak. He hates when I say that. Especially when I say it twice, and I caught myself in between. I can't hear you. 
the good news is we're trying to prevent him from having uh, mercury poisoning. Yeah. So yeah. if he spits out his tuna sandwich, just know we're doing that for your benefit. Because there's a lot of mercury in the tuna. Well, just assuming that, because I know you, you tend to repeat things a couple times. It's not, it, you caught yourself this time. I did. It's not a, a one-time thing with you, though. So I'm assuming. Listen, when if, you talk if, for three or four hours a day. I get it. Oh, no, no, I'm not judging, but I'm just saying. If JT the Vic spits out a little bit of his tuna sandwich every time that you uh, do that, oh, he's eating a lot of yeah. tuna sandwiches. Well, that's true. Which isn't healthy for him, so no. we're helping him out. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, JT is, by all, pretty much any means, a pretty healthy dude. He's weird, but he he's pretty healthy. Strange, but he's pretty healthy. He's very weird. Very strange. Um, all right, so you have that. Again, is the commander's defensive line, which was the unquestioned strength, now not a weakness, that's not the right question, but is it still the unquestioned strength in your mind? For me, it's not. How could it be? I was already worried before I knew about Mathis before I knew about F.A. Obata, before I knew how much in doubt Chase Young was, I was already worried because of Jonathan Allen's plantar fasciitis. Even though they keep dismissing that as something, uh, sorry, I don't, and I won't. You'll hear that all year. You'll hear that all year. And even if he can play through it, which he probably will, does it rob his effectiveness? It might. I don't know. I don't know. All right, 301 Yes, the defensive line, in my mind, is no longer the unquestioned strength. I've talked about how much I love this secondary. I don't know if this secondary is going to be as good as I hope it will be. But I think it's going to be pretty good. But it's better when the defensive line is rocking and rolling. So that could affect them as well. And we already know how suspect the linebackers are. And you got some big boys, some big boy offenses coming down the pike after week one. I mean, we don't know what Russell Wilson and Denver and Sean Payton is going to be week two. But eventually you'd think they're going to figure it out. And maybe they figure it out early. We know what Buffalo and Philadelphia are. And Chicago is going to get better. And Chicago already ran up and down the field for 400 yards against this defense less than a year ago. So think about these things as we move forward. Again, all of a sudden, the unquestioned strength of the entire team is at least in some sort of cloudy sky, at least in some sort. Now, is the rain falling? Probably not. Again, that's the reason why they took 11 guys. They did bring back Abdullah Anderson today, who they had let go. We'll see. Again, they're thin at defensive tackle. There is no doubt about that. 
Uh, let's get to Dr. Sabah. What up, Doc? How are you? Hey there, Chris. Oh, long time no talk. I'm here finishing up, and I thought, let me ch- chime in on this defensive line. First of all, about Chase. Um, and I think Linnell was talking about why do we give him such a hard time. Well, he was supposed to be generational, and that's why. And then he said, I went to go make some bank or cash in his, uh, I think was it the rookie season or whatever, when he didn't go to the OTAs. Maybe he was doing Family Feud or something like that. And um, and uh, then he uh, didn't really do much. I thought he didn't even deserve the rookie of the year. He was uh, basically sacking the third and the fourth string and second string quarterback who huddled onto the ball too long. So um, I think that's why we give him a hard time because we expected more. And, uh, you know, I think some of his fans think, well, dang, we could have had, like, you know, Justin Herbert or somebody. So I think he gets a little bit of that backlash, which isn't fair to him because, you know, he didn't pick himself. We picked him. So um, I don't think he's going to come back um, anytime soon, and I don't think he's going to be very effective anytime soon. I'm worried, worried about um, – who would you say had fasciitis? Was that Jonathan Allen? Yeah, Jonathan Allen. Yeah, that's a bad one. Um, you know, that's right at the heel of the bone of your uh, heel. And, you know, you, it's like a net that comes out of there right from that bone, and that is like your shock absorber, the fascia there, the lining. And when that gets uh, pulled and it has a strain, it hurts. It's like, it's think about you every time you walk, you have a pebble in your shoe, like a rock right at the heel. That's not good. No, especially and, when, uh, I, I mean, and, and you're giving us great medical insight, right? Especially when you're trying to push off that foot. Yeah. Trying to push off yeah. that heel to That's generate power and quickness. Right. The best thing to do is rest the sucker. And then um, some people need surgery. Um, to, they just go in there and release that fascia to kind of like loosen it up a little bit. It's almost like um, when your pants are too tight. You know, you just kind of, oh, let me just cut a little bit of the uh, edge of my underwear, let's say, just cut a little piece, and then my belly feels better. Kind of like that. You just cut just a little bit. and uh, that takes Is that what people months. do, Doc? <laughs> Not me, thank God. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, Doc, you, you're way too healthy for this show, man. <laughs> well, I try my best, man. I'm trying. I fight it every step of the way. But uh, So that that's worrisome. Uh, and even when he does play, uh, he may not be very effective and or keep reactivating it. So uh, then, you know, that may be a, a like a a month thing. You know, just let, let's just rest it in anti-inflammatories and put a little ice, and you could do a little stretching and massage therapy and stuff like that. And then, then are we forgetting Terry's turf toes? No, I mean we haven't even gotten to Terry, uh, which which, which uh, once which once again is a concern. Number one, yeah. and number two rips into what I would think would be if defensive line is not the question is not the strength of this team. Uh, well, then yeah. most people, I would assume, would go wide receiver. receiver. And if your right. top guy is certainly in question, at least for the right. start of the season, whether by plan, by design, or by necessity, I don't know if you mm-hmm. can go there either. That's another one that you have to give that time because if that becomes chronic, that's not going to be good. He won't be effective, and every time he plays, it'll get worse. Um, who had a, a really good running back? Not not Barry Sanders or Tony Dorsett, somebody. And, uh, God, I think it kind of almost uh, set him back a lot. I mean, uh, then one, didn't one of our guys? What, with the, tur- with the turf toe? He, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah time, and Antonio Gibson, well, Antonio Gibson yeah. has suffered a, a, a turf toe-like injury yeah. in the Monday right. evening Pittsburgh Steelers game 
uh, yeah. you know, back in 2020, and he never had another touchdown that year, and he was never what? the same, you know, the rest of that year after that. There is no doubt about that. Right. So, so the thing about that fast drives and the turf toe, both of those, I mean, you know, the fast side, you need to push off, and you need to basically um, strain your arch. That's the worst thing you can do for fast yardage. Then on the turf toe, as a receiver, you need to cut. You need to go as fast as you can, then all of a sudden change direction. And what does that take? The big toe. So these are huge um, issues for these players. Now, I don't know how much it will affect our team in general because I don't know how good we were going to be anyway, but we don't need those hits on two of our best players and our best leaders. I'm okay with losing Chase because I think we play better without him. I'm all into William Smith Jam with the guy three, the guy from NC State. I forget his name. James William Smith, Smith Williams. Williams or something. James, I, I like him. James Smith. What Williams. is his name? James, James Smith, Smith Williams. Williams. Yeah, he's in and your I'm backyard. He's from your backyard. Come on, Doc. I know, but I'm a Tar Heel, and I'm still good I with know. him. I yeah. like him a lot, and all those other guys we have, uh, the backup guys. I think they did better than Chase because they behave and, and stay in their lane, so to speak, you know. So um, so that that's my uh, thought on that. And can I chime one more thing in about Jason Wright? Yeah. Can I just, just one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, can he just stop talking and stop doing interviews? Um, like Kevin says, we're not supposed to know who he even is. Yeah. And he literally said a month ago, everything is on the table. It doesn't matter how long I worked on the name. That doesn't matter. We moving forward. We do what the fans want. Then he goes, oh, uh, period, absolutely. It's not coming back. Why would you believe anything he says? And secondly, if they're thinking about bringing the name back or changing the name, why would they tell anybody now and get people in an uproar? The best thing they can do is just keep it quiet, get all their ducks in a row, get the support, whether they do or don't have it, and then spring it on people. That's the best thing to do. And keep Jason right. I wish they would just fire him already, honestly. I mean, Thank you. I appreciate it, Doc. Your phone's ringing. Appreciate you. Uh, listen. I know everybody wants Jason Wright fired. Everybody wants Ron Rivera fired. Uh, look, like it, it would be a bad look, in my opinion, if the new ownership group just came in, guns a-blazing and firing everybody. They may already know. Just hang on. Listen, I, I don't think Jason, even though it was an unpopular thing to announce... I don't think Jason stuck his stuck put his foot in his mouth yesterday. I'll just leave it at that. I, I don't think Jason did. I, I don't. Again, he's going to piss off a lot of people that signed that silly petition. I don't think Jason said anything wrong. Now, whether again Jason was speaking for himself or for the new ownership group at large, I'm efforting to find that out because that was not asked as a follow-up so we have to find out whether again Jason was speaking for himself or speaking for Josh Harris Mitchell Rails Mark on Magic Johnson at at all 3012300980 is the defensive line with all of this mess still an unquestioned strength of the team in your eyes in your mind right here right now and is Chase Young oft injured or injury prone? Is there a difference? And what is unquestionable 
about Chase Young? One thing. One thing. And that is he has a really hard time getting back on the field. A really hard time. Unquestionable. You can say whatever you want about Chase. Good or bad. Unquestionable. That he has a hard time getting back on the field. On the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Wrapping up our number one here on this Thursday afternoon. Let's get right back to it on the phones, on the Ace Law listener lines. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. If you're in a wreck, Ace Law will help you get a check. Call my guy Eric at 8888 Ace Law. That's 8888 Ace Law. Let's say hello to our pal Steve in Columbia on the Team 980. What up, Steve-O? How are you? Hey, how you doing? All right, Steve. Chris, let me yes. ask you a question. Yes, sir. Um, on the defense, where, where did this defense finish in the league as regarding sacks? Do you know? Uh, off the top season? of my head, uh, it was uh, – uh, let me – I'm trying to find it here real quick. Um, uh, where was it? Some, bup, 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 bup. Let me get it for you here. Uh, sacks yeah. per pass attempt – um, they were sixth at 8.37 in terms of total sacks, um, by an, uh, by, by a team, uh, last year, they were, uh, where was it here? They were, um, right about middle of the pack. The top was the Eagles at 70. They were 43, one spot behind the Colts, 49ers, uh, um, yeah, one spot behind the Colts and the 49ers, which is interesting, right? When you think about how dominant the 49er defense is considered, right. they had one sack less than the 49ers. Okay. I think they were, uh, let me my... see here, 13th? I think it was 13th overall. Okay. couple things. First, um, I don't think this team last year or this year is overall, in a position to – Sorry. I, I don't think they're in a position to stop the run. Mm-hmm. I don't think this alignment with these kind of mediocre linebackers and just playing one or two at a time is going to help them at all. And I think for whatever reason, you know, the, the trend of teams passing more, all that crap, most of the good teams have three linebackers, I think, or use three linebackers on defense. If we had two that were elite or good, I, I would really, you know, feel better about it. But now you're talking about some our tackles, being a little banged up and everything. So I'm concerned about that. And I'm more concerned about them winning games in the division. I don't care what the name is. Should have kept the Washington football team. But win some games, that means something. And the head coach needs to know in November and December when you're playing division opponents, that 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 should be a priority. Win the game, know where you are in the standings so that you'll be prepared for, for a playoff run. Well, Steve, they had a great opportunity at that last year, and they blew it twice against the Giants, right? Exactly. Exactly. Ron didn't know it, though. Remember? He said well, he, didn't, he know. didn't He didn't know it after the Browns game. Uh, but, but okay. you know, but, but to your point, because they couldn't seal the deal on either one of those two Giants games, especially the first one in, in New York, the second one, they, they were definitely jobbed in by a couple of non-bad or bad, non-whatever officiating calls. I'll, I'll give right. them that. The first one, there was no reason why they should have lost that game. 
Right. And let me just close by saying we, we talk a lot about Chase, uh, whether he plays or not, I, I'm not really concerned about. But what, who I want to see step up in regards to sex is Montez Sweat. Yeah, yeah. I think he has all the capability in the world. He's really good against the run, but he's just missing on sex. So hopefully he'll step up. And that's all I got to say. I appreciate you, Steve. Good to hear from you, as always. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Yeah, the Commanders were 12th in sacks generated last year, just one sack behind. One sack behind the San Francisco 49ers vaunted defense. How about that? And they were number one on third down defense. I mean, they can do better, though, than 43 sacks. When you invest all of that money and all of those picks in the defensive, and granted, they didn't have Chase until the final three games, and he was just kind of getting his foot under feet under him. But you got to do better than 43 sacks, and yet it was just one sack less than the 49ers. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Come and join us on the Ace Law Listener Lines. Coming up next hour, yes, indeed, a little uh, spin on the Redskins situation uh, from Jason Wright and – How bad did I do in my fantasy draft? There are some legitimate questions. We're going to let Matt and the jurors decide. Next on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.